0: It's more than just your output, more than a fight.
1: Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 302.
0: This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. We are on vacation. Yes. Except from this show. That's right. Because we are committed. We are. So we are in St. Martin this week.
1: Yes, we are. Gorgeous, beautiful St. Martin. We were uh, out today snorkeling.
0: Well, I was snorkeling. You were snorkeling. I was sitting in a boat waiting. Listen. I I can't do the snorkel. I know. Like it freaks me out. I can't sink my breathing, and I just feel like I'm drowning.
1: You're not the only one. I know that's yeah. a pretty common thing. I um, I loved it, though. Got to see lots of gorgeous fish. They were so, so pretty. Yeah. Uh, we went to a place called Shipwreck Bay, and uh, we literally got to snorkel around a shipwreck and a bunch of coral. So it was really cool. And I just want to say that if anybody out there would like their own gorgeous vacation to the island of St. Martin, this is not an ad. Um <laughs> But we have a connection for you, Rainbow Beach Club, and that is, there are some units there that are owned by our past guest and friend, Rosalind Arntzen, uh, and her husband, Mike, they live in St. Martin for six months of the year. And you might be saying, well, that name sounds familiar. Well, Roz was on episode 237. She
0: was the one who talked about getting quote-unquote, stranded in St. Martin.
1: During COVID.
0: During COVID.
1: Let me tell you guys... This is a beautiful place To get stranded Yes I would be love to be Stranded here for three months We
0: had little sympathy For her before Now there's none 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 of, at all Of any kind <laughs>
1: <laughs> The only thing I will say Is the uh, Wi-Fi Is a little like It's The internet here Is not what I am used to Yes So for trying to get Things like this done It can be uh, a little frustrating The recording is going fine But like uploading Downloading That's a really slow Kind of process For sure But, but um, oh my god This place is gorgeous And Mike and Roz Take such good care of you uh, and what I mean, like they will tell you all about the Island. They will tell you all about it. They, they take care of everything yeah. for you. So if there's, if you guys have any interest, let me know and I will get you in touch with them. Happy to do so. For sure. Again, not an ad. That's just.
0: Just what we're doing this week. That's where we are. Yeah.
1: Uh, so what else, Tom?
0: Well, also this week it's 25. 25- 15? On the
1: timeline. On the timeline. Yes, yes. Make sure that you jo- you, you get to check that out. So each year will be under a different link. And so when you get to the end of, let's say you are on, you went to 2020, 2012, 2013, you got to the end of that, it should point you over to 2014. You can find it that way, or you can go to the menu. There will be on the website, there will be a separate link for each year. So you can do that either way, whichever is easier for you. And uh, don't forget that anyone over there, one of our Patreon, if you want to join our Patreon, account whatever however you say that you want to be a patron so you will get bonus episodes if you are if you're part of the people that get the bonus episodes (laughs) (laughs) still have the brain injury okay and uh mixed
0: with some drinks
1: a little a little bit a little bit white claw because she's a
0: basic I
1: am well I got these from Nicole that's another story So I got really distracted there. If you are a patreon member and you have the level that has bonus episodes, we are doing a deep dive with Diana Nichols for each separate year so we we have gone into 2014. We've done 20, one for 2012 and 2013. We did one for 2014 and this Friday, 2015. And it's really cool to hear all the fun stuff, yeah. all the things that happen. And
0: if you're hearing this a long time from now yeah. the, and you join Patreon later, they're you're still, still, still going to be there. They'll still be there for yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So um, other than that. Oh. I have
1: to say one more thing about St. Martin because it's Peloton. It's Peloton related. Right. Completely unbeknownst to me, Nicole Babiak was on the island and literally... Across the street. She was like three minutes away from where we were staying.
0: Well, just about everything is three minutes away on this island.
1: Th- that's fair. But she <laughs> she literally was on the same street. She was on, on this street, Tom. Right. And so when she saw me post that we were here, she was like, I'm here too. And she was on her way to the airport. Uh, so she stopped by and she dropped off all of her leftover alcohol. Which Thank you. I'm alcohol.
0: surprised that she left us any alcohol considering how not sober I was.
1: Tom was the least sober I have seen him in a long time. Yes. Tom I, doesn't even remember being that unsober. Was, like if, He doesn't if, remember most of the
0: afternoon. Like, if that was something <laughs> that happened frequently.
1: I, that would not be cute. It
0: would not be cute. And, Once and, a
1: year is totally fine. And, you can uh, get a schnockered all I'd, you want.
0: I'd get my own three-part series with Dr. Jen on an <laughs> yeah, upcoming you episode of the Clip Out. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I was at one point legally declared a Kennedy. That's, <laughs> that's how how intoxicated I was. So, so, uh, if I said anything to Nicole, yeah, uh, then I, Nicole
1: and Lucas, her husband, Lucas. I don't think
0: I did, (laughs) but, uh, and
1: if you're wondering who Nicole is, if anybody out there, she is the one of the admins for the, you get to crew, which is just Sims group. So, uh, (laughs) she's lovely. Got to meet her in person for the first time. when We went out to L.A. for the Thrive thing last year. So,
0: And maybe one day I will get to meet her, too.
1: <laughs> you met her. You just don't remember it.
0: <laughs> so other than that, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people this oh, week?
1: Oh, let's see. Let's see. My lists are all messed up because I have two lists this week. It's a long story. Just go with it. Well, we have very interesting news coming out of Australia. Yes. Uh, you are going to want to stick around for that.
0: And, and you are going to wish you were Australian.
1: You, you are. Plus, we have all kinds of details about what is going on with each instructor, like we always do. We have a visit from Dr. Jen, and she is going to help you find the strength to do strength. Uh, We have all of the details on Dance 100 and everything going on there. We also have a visit from Angelo, and he's going to help you get more protein in your diet, not to mention past guest update, a very special one you want to listen in for and a whole bunch of in case you missed it.
0: Awesome. Well, before we get to all that, shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find a podcast. You can find us while you're there. Maybe uh, follow us so you never miss an episode, or leave us a review. That's always helpful as well. You know, if you're if you like the show so much, you want to help us out. The easiest and uh, let's just say cheapest thing you can do is just share it on your Instagram we feed, timeline, free. whatever. Um, you're always posting when new episodes come out and if you see it pop up, just Give it a share, uh, because if you like Peloton, there's a good chance your friends and family do too, and maybe they'll also want to check us out. Yeah. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the theclipout. While you're there, like the page, join the group. What else? Sorry, I'm... <laughs> Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash the theclipout, where you can get bonus episodes. When episodes are done early, you get them early, and... You get ad-free episodes, so that's good as well. And finally, we're available on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash/theclipout, where you can watch all of these in HD when our computers are good enough to capture these <laughs> in HD. And I say that because I just got a notification from Zoom saying we have an unstable internet connection. Yeah. So, dear Lord, yeah, what happens now? Yeah. So, um, well, stick around and find out. <laughs> that's, that's what you do. So, uh, let's stick in, shall we?
1: We shall. Peloton in the news.
0: So, the best news to come out, out of Australia since an ACDC reunion. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> I, I I think if you don't live in Australia, you're going to be very jealous right now. We got word this week that a firm basically just. Gave everybody their Pelotons?
1: Yeah, so, okay, let's back up. Okay. Let's rewind. So it's like how I met your mother. Before I tell you this story, let Um, me tell you what happened before that. I'm backing up. Okay. I heard you. Beep, beep, beep. Okay, so we told you that a firm, we told you a couple weeks ago, a firm is leaving Australia. And so Peloton is going to, going forward, be using a company called Zip, I believe. Yes. And so this week, a bunch of people who live in Australia who were Affirm customers got an email, and you are looking at a copy of that email, that (laughs) they are no longer offering financing for Peloton products, but... They said, to ensure that we have a seamless experience as we exit the market, we have decided to forgive the remaining balance of your Affirm loans that you took out for the purchase of your Peloton products. This means starting March 21st, you do not need to make additional payments toward your Peloton purchase that you have financed through Affirm. You can keep your Peloton product. You will not be charged for the remaining balance of your Affirm loan.
0: Holy cannoli. How does that even make sense like I don't I mean, know I get if you're not in the country anymore but like people still owe you the money How? I know what is is this do you think maybe this is some sort of Australian law that it's like if you don't do business in the country anymore then you can't
1: I have no idea. I've never heard of anything like this. And the other interesting thing about it is I'm sure there are people who are listening who right now, my first thought was this cannot be real. For sure. Um, And I was very, very skeptical at first, but multiple people sent us this. Now, this particular one does not have like the header on it, but I have seen the header and it was from a firm address, like an actual firm address. Now, there are things, there are ways you can spoof it. I know, I know. I'm not saying this is a definite thing
0: at all. I mean, but- also, what would possibly be your motivation? Because one, they're not saying go come here and give us your information and then we'll, right. we'll waive the rest of your balance. Right. They're just saying, hey, we already have a pre existing relationship and you're good. Yeah. You're free to go. Don't send us any more money.
1: Exactly. And and over on the Australian page, there are all kinds of people posting about this. This is not like a one time thing, so or one person thing rather. So I found the whole thing super fascinating. I know we have several lawyers that listen. If anybody knows Australian law, maybe there is some kind of thing we we need to know more about. I don't know. But uh, the the Peloton... Aussie page also had a little joke. They said, everyone who basically just got gifted their Peloton bike via a firm shall pay their penance and ride with us this Sunday morning. <laughs> you will do 10, 10 minute classes starting at 7 a.m. Perth people start at 7 a.m. Your time. Add the hashtag Peloton Aussie riders. It's the least you can do. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, and you can see there's lots of comments from people in Australia all saying the same thing that they got this email. So, yeah, that's um, crazy. If it's not real. It's then, well, one if it's not really you would think at this point we because it's been a couple days. Now, it has, right? you yeah. Know, you would think Peloton would step in and be like, "Whoa, pump the brakes." That's not a thing, right? So again, do not understand the logic or rationale. I would think that you know if Mastercard went out of business, someone would come in and acquire Mastercard's debt and right. be like, "You pay me now, buddy." Exactly. So um, I would love to learn more about what the logic is here. But Same. hey, congrats to the people that just got a free Peloton. Yeah, enjoy. Peloton Studios celebrated Mother's Day this week, and just in case your butt just puckered, for the men out there, <laughs>
2: it's, it's
0: okay. O- it that's just in the UK.
1: It's only in the UK. It's only in the UK. You're, you're, you didn't do anything wrong so
0: yet. As long as your mother is not a UK citizen, you're you, you're safe. You don't owe her any flowers you're okay.
1: Correct. Yes. Yeah. So far you're in the, you're in the clear.
0: Every year. This one freaks me out.
1: <laughs> Does it?
0: I'm like, but mother's even, day, what?
1: You even said you already have my gift picked out. I
0: do, but that would have been like, but I didn't give it to you. And you've just been sitting here stewing. <laughs> That's what I would have thought.
1: <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't last that long. I would no. have been like, what the hell Tom?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been said at about eight forty-five a.m. Mother's Day. <laughs> Is
1: that why you always put my gift out early? Like you always bring it home from work like, I got it. It's here.
0: <laughs> it's because you have no patience. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about your <laughs> life of patience. If you were a doctor, you'd be out of business because you ain't got no patience. <laughs> uh, Peloton Studios' uh, brand new social media account also took us behind the scenes of Mela Wedded Weta- Kids. new live tread class <laughs> <laughs> this is why you don't let me say instructor names
1: Mela, just say Melas Mela. <laughs> her uh, first live tread class yeah that's so cool um i love seeing these behind the scenes especially because i haven't seen the uk studio but in seeing any studio i'm always i always love and uh it's great that she is one of the instructors now she got to do her first live class all the instructors were there to support her which is just lovely so happy for her congrats
0: and while we 're talking about the Peloton Studios account, which if you haven't been following, you really should they're doing some fun stuff they sent Maddie Miacomo mm-hmm. out into the lobby to interview people waiting for their in studio class yeah, and which, which is great because this is a great use of Maddie because one he's funny and he's very engaging with people but two like this is kind of his background yeah. right like he started a million years ago doing like red carpet interviews and this is Kind of like that.
1: It is. It is. And so this particular one, you really need to to watch because he wanted to ask things like, uh, who, which instructor would you want with you in a zombie apocalypse? And Matt Wilpers. <laughs> why why Matt?
0: Well, because I figure um, just based on past lives, because he was like a big giant corporate accountant or something, yeah, right? he was. And so he's got a really smart brain. And I'm figuring that that's probably tasty. Interesting. And zombies like brains. Interesting. And so they'll, they'll just sense I, it and I they'll thought, go for him first.
1: I see. I thought you were going to use him as a distraction because he was going to run really fast. Because he's a fast runner, a fast biker. He's got multiple sports down. He well, can swim. He's a triathlete.
0: Well, yeah, but he would just... Uh, the, the running thing is, is, is detrimental for my purposes because okay. he would just run away.
1: Okay. So you're going to sacrifice his brain.
0: So I'm hoping that because of his brain... That's like a delicacy to a zombie.
1: So, did you just say that you think Matt Wilpers is the most in, the most intelligent Peloton instructor?
0: All, all, I know so little, <laughs> but I know he had a big fancy career. Although Robin Arzans an attorney,
1: and and uh, Mela, what a kind that yeah. we were just talking about. She's like a doctor.
0: Okay, well, I'm not going to get attacked by a zombie in Germany. How do you know? I just for these purposes, I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fair. Who would you pick?
1: Who would I pick? Yeah. Well, that's tough. I mean, a zombie apocalypse. Hmm. I feel like Rad Lopez. Okay. Because I feel like there would be a lot of punching and he's like really good at boxing. I'm going to go with that. Okay. He would like punch the zombies for me.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. Duly noted. Yeah. So the Ride to Greatness is almost back up and running. And this week we were shown the coaches for Team Activate and Team Validate. So they're doing things different. Okay, so okay. I thought
1: things were different, but let's let's talk about this. Because now I have to give total props to Nikki and Darcy. Darcy, thank you. They both have been helping us with, with lots of articles and lots of things going on with the podcast. But this week, since I was on vacation and when i was recovering they ha- they put together amazing notes for the show so this this context this background right comes from them. Okay. This says that Jess is the team captain. So you're also
0: you're thanking them, mm-hmm. but you're also preemptively blaming them in case they got something wrong. Oh, absolutely. Okay, just yes, making sure yes. I understood fully. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jess is the team t- the team captain for Team Activate. Jen Sherman is the team captain for Team Validate. Now, in the past, team instructors have done warm ups and cool downs before the ride to greatness classes, and then Alex taught the actual class a.k.a. the competition. However, okay. this year, they seem to have all the instructors divided up into teams, and there are instructors on each of those teams that do not teach the bike or the tread platform, so it'll be interesting to see how they're used. Alex is still teaching the actual competition clap classes on both platforms. So Team Activate, we've got Emma, Cliff. I'm running through this very quickly. Emma Cliff, Charlotte, Adrian, Robin, Kendall, Katie, Jeffrey, Jermaine, Myla, Eric, Kristen, Logan, Leanne, Marcel M, Sam, Christine, Matt, Anna, Jocelyn, Rebecca, Tunde, Chelsea, Mariana, and Mayla. Uh, Then on Team Validate, we've got Benny, Hannah F, Tobias, Ali, Cody, Nico, Asal, Alex, Susie, Kira, Hannah C, Rad, Ben, Jess K, Bradley, Andy, Ash, Marcel D, John, Olivia, Camilla, Callie, Dennis, Bex, Maddie, Aditi, Ross, Jess K. Not back from officially from maternity leave, so unclear if that remains. If that means that her return is coming up. Gotcha. Shoo. Okay. So Wednesday three twenty two, train on the bike. Wednesday three twenty five, compete on the bike. Wednesday three twenty nine, train on the tread. Saturday four one, compete on the tread. We got this.
0: Okay. All right. There you go. Yep. So the one Peloton account, not the Peloton Studios account.
1: Which you're pretty fascinated by. Yeah,
0: just trying to figure out the logic at play as mm-hmm. to why something lives in one place and not in another. Uh, just posted some fun photos this week. College throwback photos. So we got to see Jess Sims in her basketball days. She was also, in case you can't tell by this picture, a robot.
1: <laughs> well, a cyborg.
0: Because robot is entirely technological, mechanical. Where I she just had
1: a knee brace on, She's babe.
0: just part of Robot, which makes her a cyborg. I, I still think it was just a... Like Amy on Small Wonder. <laughs> That's a cyborg.
1: I'm going to go with that was
0: just a knee brace. Agree to disagree. All right. Okay. And... uh Marcel.
1: Look how young she looks. Well, it's
0: college. I Not know. Everyone was in college until they were 40, like but me. But she
1: just looks like a baby in this. <laughs> just a baby. I mean, obviously, I am 44 years old. Everybody's starting to look like a baby, but she just looks like a baby. And you know what's interesting about Marcel? She looks wiser and more mature, but she doesn't look older. Does that make sense? Like, she looks different than that. She's okay. like a baby there. Right. But, like, in real life, she doesn't look like older, she looks more mature. Okay. Wish I could pull that off.
0: Yeah, me too. I don't really care if I can pull that off or not. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was a fun thing for people.
1: It is. It's great. I love it.
0: And coming up after this, Dr. Jen is going to talk to us about how to find the strength for strength. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses...
1: day money back guarantee and 100 satisfaction find your pair at gooder.com slash tco and use code tco to get free shipping
2: getting this psychological edge with dr jen
0: Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. She was a five-year national team member in rhythmic gymnastics and sports psychology for USA Gymnastics. It's Dr. Jen. Hello. Hello.
2: Hello.
1: Well,
0: this time she will be answering someone else's.
1: (laughs) I will not monopolize all of Dr. Jen's time today.
2: (laughs) I'm open to anything that comes my way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I appreciate that. Our first question is from Steph Marriott Abbott, and she is having issues with committing to strength classes. And I, I, I she doesn't go in any depth. That's all it says, committing to strength classes. So I'm imagining that means that it's not her favorite thing.
2: Yeah so my advice for staff is a few things one is start small sometimes people go okay i need to do a strength class and i'm gonna either do like one of the full-on programs where you're not picking your next class and sometimes the next class isn't necessarily what you want to do at that very given moment in time or sometimes people are like okay i have to do a 30-minute strength class start small start with five minutes or 10 minutes and build on it and vary it day by day. So like, you know, do a leg day, do a 10 minute leg day, do a 10 minute core day, a 10 minute arms day, and don't do it seven days a week. So that way you also have something to look forward to. Make sure you pick your favorite instructors. Also do searches for songs you like or artists that you like so that you have something to to look forward to. If you find a class that you really like, Don't hesitate to take it again. I know a lot of the time people will say like, oh, I can't take the same class again. But when you're trying to get in the groove, that's a good way to do it.
0: That's a good. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of good ideas there. Can I throw one out? Of course. Since I do the strength now. Sure, Tom. So tonal,
1: tonal Tom.
0: Yeah. Well, let's not go crazy. (laughs) But, But so, you know, I do tonal. And so they add weight incrementally. And yeah. which I guess you should theoretically be doing on your own with strength training. Right. But like one of the things that took me a while to kind of wrap my head around and make my peace with is that it will never if you're doing it right, it will never feel easier. Right. Like it's like you always have to be lifting just a little bit outside of what you can comfortably lift or it doesn't work. And so it it's like it, it kind of clicked for me one day that like, oh, I'm never going to feel like I got good at this. It's always yeah. going to be a struggle because that's what makes it work.
2: And, and actually, and there are two other things I want to add. One is also the timing of it is that if you hate your strength, do it at the beginning of your workout. If you love your cardio, if you love your ride, if you love your run or your row or whatever it is, get the strength over in the beginning. Because what can happen, and I've done this myself with, <laughs> I believe it or not stretching which i actually love but sometimes i magically run out of time and i'm like oh I'm supposed to do a five minute stretch at the end of this class but i just don't have time oh maybe i'll do it later tonight and then somehow it doesn't happen start with the thing that you least like get that over with at the beginning
0: like marriages
2: Exactly like marriage. Just like that. Yeah. Just like that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: But cheaper. So,
2: <laughs> yes. yes, that is true. That is very true. Um, so try to get that over with. The other thing that you want to think about is what is your motivation for doing the strength training? Hmm. And I find in my experience working with people, the least effective motivation is looking a certain way. Because that is the one thing you can't control. So if your motivation is, I want to avoid osteoporosis, and so I'm weight-bearing exercise is really important for me, that's a great one. If it is, I want to be able to lift a bottle of water and carry it by myself to the kitchen, that's a great one. So think about what motivation you have, what it is that makes you want to do this outside of an aesthetic that you're hoping to accomplish and let that be your motivation and remind yourself of it you can even put like a post-it note on the wall like osteoporosis don't get it like (laughs) like, whatever it is that is your motivation have a reminder there so that so that you can push yourself to do the thing that you least like to do and then also keep in mind even though tom is 100 right strength training is one of those things that you will, oh, it will always be difficult because when you improve, you have to increase your weight and increase your reps and all of that. So it never gets easy, but there is a sense of accomplishment when it does get easier and you're able to make that leap. That's inspiring and exciting. It is. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: will, you will see that leap outside of the gym yeah right like in other areas of your life when all of a sudden you can grab four bags of groceries instead of two or what have you
2: or just yeah i mean at the beginning of the of the pandemic when i had to bring a case of water in it would hurt my back it was really tough now i can just like carry it very easily and it's kind of one of those little measures that I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm really coming along. (laughs) That's awesome.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Very
1: inspiring, both of
0: you. (laughs) So two big takeaways from this osteoporosis, don't get it.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Two, Tom was a hundred percent (laughs) right. That's was said out loud. Yes. So
2: by a professional woman.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Even rarer. So (laughs) Thank you so much for all that. Until next time, where can we find you?
2: You can find me on all social media at Dr. Jen Mann, two ends on Jen, two ends on man. Wonderful. Thank you. Instructors in the news.
0: So the Alley Love hosted. Dance 100 premiered on Netflix last week and is doing very well. It actually made it to number eight within Netflix's own <laughs> charts.
1: Yeah, and I find that fascinating because like Netflix doesn't really let people have a lot of visual. Into yeah, they'll,
0: they'll show you top 10 in your thing so you kind of know what's popular. So, yeah. you know, nothing draws a crowd like a crowd, but they never never really like to release hard data.
1: No, no, they don't. Yeah, yeah, totally. I agree.
0: And when they do, it tends to be like really vague, like, oh, there was I heard that was it Stranger Things that they were like over two billion hours have been streamed, which what what does that even mean?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a
0: lot, but like in relation to what? Yeah, you know, exactly. So uh, that means lots of Ally love this week <laughs> as she makes the round. She was on The View talking about Dance 100.
1: Yeah, she seemed to m- make lots of comments on that one. Hang on, I've got... Let's see. Um, her The new show started on 315, and then... On The View, she talked about before she was a model, when she was a model, she was a backup dancer for Beyonce. And she also talked about what inspired her to start talking about her recovery from her car accident. Mm -hmm. She realized during the pandemic that she didn't want people thinking that everything came easily for her and that she worked hard physically to heal her body. And she also explained the premise of Dance 100. It's a dance show, but it's actually a choreographer competition. The dancers dance, but they vote for the choreographer they think should win not the other dancers that they think should win.
0: Oh, interesting. That okay. is interesting.
1: And I've heard it's only like six episodes and people are loving it so far.
0: Oh, that's cool. I also think it's interesting because last week I posited that the Today Show had her on because maybe they felt like it was competition to
1: that's right. Dancing
0: with the Stars. But here she is on The View, which is an ABC show, which is also the network that airs Dancing with the Stars. So oh. they, I guess they didn't see it as too much of a competition. I don't think. Guess people really see the world through those prisms anymore.
1: Apparently not. Well,
0: not the way they used to. And Alley Love was featured in Variety, which is a huge trade magazine in the God, media I thought industry. we talked
1: about this last week.
0: Did we? Uh, I don't think so, because it's from March seventeenth, which would have been the day that that <laughs> clearly came not.
1: Out. I bet it just got listed on the list yeah. after that. We're uh. good.
0: We're not that good though. <laughs>
1: I thought it was interesting that picture that you just had up that Variety used, though, because yeah. that Oops. I remember that picture being like Peloton used that or somebody used it like way early on in Ali's career uh, at Peloton. So it's been a it's like a old picture. Gotcha. I mean, there are no old pictures from the Peloton time, but I'm just saying right. in the it's time been used
0: for a while, yeah. yeah. And then also uh, she talked to TVLine.com, which I'm not familiar with. I'm but not either. The website looks reputable. It does, but and they like some they, of them you go to and you're like this site's janky.
1: I know when they're like the one that always posts the thing about like did Cody break up with so and so right. and they like and then it's like click here, <laughs> or then click here, or then click here it's, and there are no answers. Yeah, It's, it's ridiculous. Written by
0: a Russian bot. Yeah, yeah. this
1: one's an actual uh, an actual interview and they asked lots of questions of Ali and and they got her lots of answers too. Lots of answers from her rather.
0: So, Marcel Dinkins ran in the Shamrock Marathon last week. Not only did she run in it, she hosted it. Oh, oh, that's right. Hosted it. Sorry. She did both. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, that's pretty cool. Uh, somewhere here in my notes, I have all of her details. So, she hosted it. She was the designated hype person because, of course, she was. <laughs> uh, and so, if you're wondering, the Shamrock Shuffle that takes place in Virginia Beach. Uh, she posted this this highlight reel which is what we're showing and uh, she was at the very or oh, there was a highlight reel from the race rather okay she was shown at the very beginning and gotcha. then they did a post race reel she also ran the entire 8k with a finish time of 45 minutes and 37 seconds that's 9 minutes 9 minutes 911 <laughs> so <Okay. laughs> it's 9 minutes 911 <laughs> minutes per mile i can't talk at Nine all. minutes,
0: 11 seconds?
1: Yeah. There okay. you go. That's what I'm trying to say. Whew.
0: And look at that. She's hosting marathons. It seems like just two segments ago, she was in college. <laughs> they grew up so fast.
1: <laughs> totally. Uh, and I guess she ran it last year. It was her first marathon last year. So it, that's pretty fun. Yeah.
0: And also uh, Endurance Sports Wire also covered the event. So, Oh,
1: very cool. Yeah, so
0: got nice right up there as well.
1: Wow. Good job, Marcel. Cliff. Dwanger.
0: Dwanger. I always struggle with that one. Just say Cliff. Cliff. It just feels like rude to not say his... Cliff D. Cliff. I Cliff. I thought... Okay. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> no, was gonna,
1: I was trying to give him a radio personality name. No, it
0: feels like I'm trying too hard. <laughs> but he, uh, I guess he was on The Voice in Germany.
1: Yeah. And two, he, it was 2019.
0: Yeah. And so he said... He's posting on Instagram about it, and it says when... Michael Patrick Kelly said, when I'm in Germany, I'll bring you up on stage. And then he did. Now, I don't know who that is.
1: I don't either. But it's cool that he was up on stage with him.
0: Yeah. And that's I don't know neat. if that's somebody who's a big deal in Germany or just a big deal. And I don't know because I'm 52.
1: Yeah. We're not the demo.
0: Yeah. But that's cool that he was on the on the voice. It is. I did not know that. I didn't either. Toonday spoke at the Eastview Mall, which is in Rochester, New York. I thought
1: this was so random. A yeah. mall. This was just going to Tune Day, just showing up at a mall.
0: Yeah, like when this popped up in, in the feed of news stories, it was just like, "She's doing what now?"
1: Like, and she was at Dick's Sporting Goods specifically. Okay, um, I believe. And so I don't know if it was like because Peloton has the partnership with Dick's Sporting Goods. Yeah, I know. I was that wondering that as well. that Happened. Yeah, I was. I was kind of just fascinated by like how did this come
0: to be. Right. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. And no. clearly people showed up. Yeah. But I'm, yeah, I'm just curious of like, how, what, what happened here? Yeah. How did that, like you said, how did that come to be?
1: And, and she was talking about her book, Speak, and yeah, lots of people were there. And the lady who interviewed her, she is a Peloton user as well. Okay. So. Uh, and she
0: also works at Cinnabon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, she doesn't.
0: I'm. Pr- I'm pretty sure she does.
1: I'm pretty sure she doesn't.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at my notes. Orange Julius. Orange my apologies. <laughs> Thanks for fixing that. My apologies. Yeah.
1: Glad we got that straightened yes. out. <laughs>
0: So Logan Aldridge was uh, brought in to give a keynote to the Cincinnati Reds to get them geared up for the season.
1: Yeah. So this is a cool video. Um, he he was there and he I saw him post about this when he first got back and he was just like, this is the best. And he was like, I'm... You know, I am team Cincinnati Reds this year. But he had a great time getting everybody all all stoked and everything. And I thought that was really neat. And it's great that he posted this video so that other people could see it as well.
0: Alex Toussaint showed off his super fancy home gym on the gram this week.
1: He did. But did you notice that everything in there? So it's a full custom gym. So every weight, every single thing in it has his logo and oh, wow. on it. And above it, it says, like, do better, which is his oh, his that. logo. Yeah. And it's branded all over it. Now, the other interesting thing that you got to know here is that this was designed and installed by Callie Gullickson's husband.
0: How about that?
1: Yeah. And I think that's really cool. So Alex did a whole post about it and said, thank you. So that's pretty awesome.
0: So I'm just curious because I'm I've not used to seeing the tread from that angle. Is that a tread or a tread plus? Tread, not okay. a tread plus. I checked. I was just curious. And I, like I thought at first, I'm like, I'll be able to look by tell, tell by looking, but.
1: It's that lighting was hard. There's yeah. another image. You can see the red line on it and that one you couldn't. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, all of the weights have the AT on there. You see that?
0: Yeah, I see that. But yeah, like the way you have yours, it butts up against the wall, so I can't see it from the angle that he shows Well, We'll see how
1: it's flat. There are no treads. There are no slats. Ah, That's how you can tell. There you go. Yep. No slats.
0: Speaking of showing off fancy home systems, Jess Sims showed off her fancy closet.
1: Yes, but did you see the sneaker
0: collection in there? I did, as a matter of fact.
1: I am so jealous. Look at the oh,
0: the, clo- just, the clothes are, are organized in rainbow order.
1: There are so many workout clothes. I want just Sims closet and <laughs> I want it now. Look at those sneakers. That. Look, look at that. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, be still my heart. Look at that. It just goes on and on. There are hundreds of sneakers in there. Hundreds, hundreds. I'm so jealous. Amazing.
0: Robin Arzan will be appearing at the Los Angeles Times Festival of Books.
1: Yeah, and they have quite the lineup. From what I understand from the gentleman who sent this to me, this is a pretty big deal in L.A., this whole festival of books. So that's really cool that she gets to be on there.
0: Just going down the names, Mm -hmm. Stacey Stacey Abrams, Abrams, Joan Baez, Laura Laura Dern. Dern, Dave Eggers, Jennifer Garner, Lauren Graham.
1: Steve Madden. And like,
0: there's like probably 60 people on this.
1: Yeah. We're not going to read them all to you. Idina
0: Menzel. I think it's Adina. What did I say?
1: You said Idina. Oh,
0: sorry. Adina Menzel, Chrissy Metz. Like, so like there's lots of like big, big names on here. So, and they have, well, I was going to say they have hers very high, but they listed them alphabetically. Yes. So that that makes sense. Megan (laughs) Trainer. So, I mean,
1: that's, that's a really, really cool list. Congratulations to Robin for that one. And that's in April, if you were wondering.
0: So Bradley Rose had a post last week that made people think he might be becoming a tread instructor.
1: Yes, yes. Okay, so from my notes.
0: To the notes. To
1: the notes. He is not joining the tread team. Yes, he did put this reel out there. He posted about it, about not listening to what others think, but he was in the tread studio. He says... He very graciously, but firmly said in several replies to comments, he is not coming to the tread, citing that he is quote unquote, not built for it. Okay. So leave Bradley alone.
0: <laughs> Matt Wilpers, your best bet in distracting a zombie? For In your opinion. I feel pretty confident about this. Who do you think between the two of us is going to know more about zombies?
1: And that, would, that would definitely be you. There you go. But I think we would have a killer team. So I think Matt Wilpers and Rad Lopez, like I think that'd be killer because Matt would be distracting them.
0: While they're eating Matt's brain, Yeah. Rad could just go up and punch him.
1: There you go. So
0: meanwhile, we run away.
1: Yeah. Walk. Well, no, we just like walk behind walk them. Walk
0: briskly yeah. away. There you go. I think we all know, even in a zombie apocalypse. You're not running. I'm not running. Like, I mean, I would run, but I, my endurance
1: sucks now. I
0: don't so. want to live in a world where I have to run. So, I'm just like, you know what? You guys go on. I'll let him eat my brain.
1: This is where I get
0: off. I would like, see, I'd be a great person to turn into a zombie. Because even as a zombie, I'd be like, I'd eat your brain, but that just seems like a lot of work. (laughs) So, I think we're good. And there would just be less zombies getting made. Right. It'd be like the zombie equivalent of having a vasectomy. Mm. So
1: you've solved zombie apocalypse. I have. You're, yeah.
0: You see any zombies around here? Nope. You're welcome. Thanks for so, fixing that. So back to Matt Wilpers. <laughs> he ran the New York City half marathon. Cool. Okay, thanks. Bye.
1: <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes on zombie apocalypse. Yes. Two seconds on Matt running the New York City half marathon. <laughs> and I'm
0: like, did he even break a sweat?
1: <gasps> I know. No, he didn't. It was cold that day. They said it was abnormally cold. A well, lot I'm of people. I'm saying a half
0: marathon it. for him.
1: 13 miles is
0: like, pff, pff, yeah, I know that's like a, a fun size like for me for me. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. ah, that's nothing, right? Nothing. Where's the rest of them? <laughs> and coming up after this, Angelo is going to have tips for you on how to get more protein in your diet. Clip out. Joining us once again via the magic of zoom tube is Angelo from MetPro here to answer all of your fitness and nutrition questions if you're wondering what the weird pause and look was for mm-hmm. it's because i have a little clicker that i use to set the clock so we know how long these things are yeah and uh for some reason sometimes, sometimes it turns on our tv
1: yeah and it turned on the tv I and was it would turn on the tv it.
0: on i was like why is the tv on yeah like, it's not
1: supposed to turn that yeah. on it's like an extra remote it has extra powers yeah well anyway uh, so <laughs> we have uh lots of people asking about protein this week so okay um we have let's see here we have Caitlin sky lee asking about making a protein rich meal prep as a vegetarian okay. and then we have tiffany saying that she is recovering from an injury since july and surgery in january um, and she is looking for help to get her protein levels up. And then Rachel Cook is looking for on the go protein that isn't jerky or nuts.
3: Okay, sure. All right, let's handle those one at a time. So <laughs> to go back to the first one. She, she's looking for meal prep.
1: Yeah, so protein rich meal prep as a vegetarian. Oh, here. as a
3: vegetarian, yeah,
1: okay. Yeah, so she's looking, she's uh, in a full-time PhD program. And so she's gone Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. And all uh, on, okay. on Friday and Saturday, so.
3: Got it, got it. Uh, so, you know, there are literally 101 different options, but I'm just gonna give you some of the most common ones that I use with my clients that are, whether they're vegetarian or just plant forward, let's call it. Um, they want more uh, plant-based proteins because I'm always looking for the combination of uh, it needs to be quick. It needs to be non-messy and it needs to be the the harder one with the, some vegetarian proteins is the low perishability when you get into, for example, dairy. Um, now, if you're vegan, you're not going to be having dairy, uh, but the simple go-tos that I like, the first thing right out of the gate, get get yourself a quality vegan or vegetarian protein powder. Now here's what th- that solves so much as far as, Oh, I'm worried about my protein needs. It's so easy to just add that in once, twice a day. And you can very dramatically and easily increase your protein levels. What that doesn't do is satisfy any sort of appetite. So it's not going to be like, mm, great, I had that whole meal of that vegan protein shake. I'm good for hours. That's not going to happen. That's just basically to make sure you're getting your protein intake high enough. But it's okay to supplement a meal. So, for example, if you go and have a meal that's mostly plant-based, for example, uh, beans or rice, uh, veggies, etc. cetera, And you're consistently, man, I'm just, I'm low on protein. There's nothing wrong with just adding half a scoop, a scoop of a vegan protein powder into your water bottle. And, and now, bam, you've got an extra 25, 30 grams. Super easy. I'll give you one more little life hack on that. When you carry it with you, because everyone says, well, I'm not at home where my jug of protein powder, (laughs) what you do is you get the single serving uh, miniature Ziploc bags and you just take 10 minutes one day and just put a scoop in a Ziploc bag and just make a big stack of them. And you can just grab a few of those, throw them in your purse, and your briefcase, what have you. And then when it's time to have a protein shake, you just grab one of those Ziploc bags. You tear the corner. Don't open the Ziploc. I've made Not that. Open,
1: yeah, don't do that. Don't do that.
3: <laughs> tear the corner. And then you pour it into a a water bottle or your jug and it's super easy. They're like self-serve packets and you can buy them in individualized packets. You're going to pay three times for the same amount Mm -hmm. of protein powder, but this is just a few little life hacks. Now, outside of that, when you're doing meal prep, your go-tos are going to be, you you have dairy as an option. Cottage cheese is so easy, so quick. Low-fat string cottage, uh, low-fat string cheese Uh, works as an easy on the go snack. You can always go to that. And if you're not going to do a lot of dairy, then tofu is great. I'm a big fan of what uh, Trader Joe's carries because they have a little packet where you get the kind of the two little slabs of flavored tofu where they've done it in the, the Sriracha or the teriyaki or the, and they really do a good, good job of adding minimal calories to it but it has some flavor and it's good cooked in something mixed in a stir fry or whatever you like and it's also good just as a side by itself even cold I'll do it sometimes um, when I'm trying to mix in a little bit more plant-based protein so those are a couple real easy go-tos you can also get there are some quality protein bars out there Now, the the reason that's not the first thing is everybody asks, well, protein bars, they're quick, they're easy, they're not messy. This is true. The industry has not really dialed in a low-calorie, high-protein bar that tastes not like cardboard. (laughs) If you found a brand that is quality and it also has protein and it also tastes good – It's probably more of a meal replacement bar. In other words, it has additional calories from carbohydrates and possibly fats, and that is just fine. If you're not trying to cut calories, if you're trying to cut calories, it's probably worth the effort to do some meal prep, some of these other protein sources. And one of the thing that we were actually talking about in one of our previous episodes that's become more popular is they have vegetarian burgers. Now, you have to do a little bit of self-investigation and read the package because some vegan or vegetarian protein burgers don't have that much protein. They're still mostly carbs. Most of them, however, are high in protein and just have moderate to low carbs. What you're looking for is a one-to-one ratio or better. In other words, stick with the brands that are going to give you 50%. In other words, if you look at calories from grams of carbs and protein on the back, the protein should be as high or higher than the carbs. And that's probably a decent starting place. So those are the quick go-tos. And probably someone has heard me before with the, with the jerky and the nuts. And there's a reason that we use those turkey, jerky, and nuts are one among my favorite because um, they're so portable and low perishable. In other words, I can have someone who's traveling throw it even in their suitcase and it's still okay. But there are other options. And if you're traveling, the first thing we tell our clients, whenever you get there, just plan, make part of your routine to hit any any simple grocery store on the way and just stock up on simple things. If you're not vegan or vegetarian, it becomes even a lot easier. So now what you can do is you can grab a can of tuna. You can even grab a can of the organic canned chicken. You know, it's not the most exciting thing in the world, but you can spruce up even a a salad on the go. You know, it's, it makes food prep really easy, especially when you're not making that the entree, you're just sprinkling that in with what you're eating. It gets easy to start increasing protein levels. Now I've, threw a bunch out there, did, did I, wh- whose questions didn't I cover though? <laughs> were- no,
1: I think, I think you, I think you got it all. Uh, I will add for your protein that isn't jerking your nuts also it's it's nut butter but don't forget the little those the oh tom what the almond the <laughs> almond butter packets like justin's almond butter packets those are great for on the go as well so just
3: yes i love that <laughs> back in the day they sent us a big case actually when they were uh, just starting up you know we were big fans of using that because they're just the travel size and they sent us a big case of it I remember we all, all the trainers in the back room enjoyed those. I
1: <laughs> just see you guys a little
3: too that. much. <laughs> a <bunch of> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, well, that was very lots of very good advice for uh, protein. So thank you.
0: Yeah, and the uh, almond butters. I saw the almond butters open for Neil Young about ten years ago. They work really good. You know?
3: oh, wah, wah.
0: <laughs> so on that note, <laughs>
3: on that note
0: where can people (laughs) find you if they would like things like this tailored (laughs) to their specific needs
3: specific needs netpro.co slash tco thank you thank you thank you guys
1: peloton artist collaboration
3: we have
0: a new artist collaboration this time with shakira
1: Yeah, so this was posted over on the Peloton Studios and it's gonna be a 30 ride with Camilla Ramon, March twenty third, seven PM Eastern, listing it as a premiere. Not listed as
0: like a whole series. Like yeah, normally you would think a Shakira an artist of Shakira's magnitude.
1: Yeah, I wonder if it has something to do with like they're doing something just just for this women's history month and it's just like one ride. Right. And so they couldn't call it a collaboration. I don't know. Past
2: guest update.
0: So, we have a past guest update about Daniel Varaway, you might remember.
1: Yeah. um, Danielle was on – gosh, I can't remember what episode it was, but she was on and um, her leaderboard name is A Fit Cookie. So, you've probably seen her. Well, Mr. Fit Cookie, her husband, also known as Paul, has just been diagnosed with a rare bone cancer. And uh, so Danielle's trying to do everything she can to take care of everybody. Uh, so first of all, if you see her, drop a high five to show your love. Uh, and you can also follow A fit Cookie Made Me Do It to let you know that you're there for her and her family. Um, and also, there's going to be a lot of changes for the family. So if anybody would like to support Danielle, Paul, and the kids in any way, you can go to the You Get To crew. Uh, and Anisha Blakely is... is Asking, you know, people to let her know. and She will be helping. Also, there is a GoFundMe uh, that is over listed in the You Get Two crew as well. So just putting that out there for anybody to support our fellow Peloton friends.
0: Absolutely.
1: Good luck to Danielle and Paul and family.
0: For sure.
2: In case you missed it.
0: Katie Wong and Ash Pryor have the first ever two-for-one row for Women's History Month.
1: Yeah, and it happened on March 20th. I'm super excited to take this out. I I will say I'm very looking forward to taking this (laughs) row when we get back. Yes, Very much looking forward to it. And uh, they're just both so delightful. It's great that they were able to be the first and to make history within the Peloton world.
0: So we had an an interesting thing on our website this week, a review of yoga conditioning classes.
1: Yes. Tina Freiling took the first one on last Wednesday night, whenever it popped up and she was kind enough to write up a review about it. I really appreciated the review because I have not had a chance to take the class yet. So it takes your regular yoga classes Mm -hmm. and it adds a very light amount of strength to it. So, you know, two and three pound dumbbells, but also sitting in the poses longer. So one of the examples Tina gave was like using blocks in ways that might make it more difficult. Like let's say you're doing a downward dog, but then you put the block between your legs and squeeze your thighs. Like that really, (laughs) really gets into the muscles in your thighs in a very different way than it would just doing the downward dog. Uh So there are lots of little things like that that are happening. And I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Awesome. Aditi Shaw posted this week, just wanting to make sure everybody knows that morning stacks are on Mondays.
1: I love this. There's also a new collection out there that's a good morning Peloton Mm -hmm. and um, it's got all kinds of meditations and morning yoga flows. I love them. I did one uh, before we left on vacation. So you get a little morning yoga, you get a little morning meditation and they are going to be taking place every Monday, these stacks. That's great.
0: Peloton Studios has a post, which I assume will probably become a weekly post.
1: It has. It has become a weekly post. I just didn't post it last week.
0: Gotcha. This week at Peloton, just a roundup of things that might interest you.
1: Yeah. So they've got all the two-for-one classes. There was Tread Boot Camp, of course, the, the Tread Row, and then they have This, uh, Anna, there's going to be fourth trimester yoga classes. So new mom yoga. Um, and then of course the hip hop, 50 years of hip hop is being celebrated. And then the Allie loves 30 minute ride. I believe that she also, Allie's 30 minute ride is also from the dance 100. So like she Ah. took music from that. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. So pretty cool.
0: And there are new lane break levels for those who are interested.
1: Yes, we alluded to this a couple of weeks ago that there would be Kylie Minogue hits. Uh, there were going to be two classes. Hits number one is out now. It's a 30-minute level that has the best of. And then there's Women's History Month Dance 2. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of different artists there. And then there's 80s Pop Essentials. And that includes Aha, Blondie, Divinals. Uh, is that how you say that? Divinal?
0: Divinals? Div-
1: and then uh, Talk sang Talk. They Touch Myself. I thought so, but I just couldn't... I didn't remember how that was pronounced. Yeah. And then Talk Talk and More. Awesome. Very cool. I love Lane Break so much
2: peloton birthdays
0: and finally we have one birthday this week it is from bex gentry
2: happy
1: birthday to bex gentry it is march 27th so new mom will be celebrating her birthday so cool
0: coming up after this we're going to talk to mara reinstein she is a writer about all things pop culture so you know how excited that's going to get me so we will go down some rabbit holes but there'll be peloton stuff in there too lots of peloton stuff don't you worry you're pretty little head about it so (laughs) it's coming up right after this
2: checking in with the peloton community
0: joining us today via the magic of zoom tube is mara reinstein hey mara how's it going
4: Hi guys! Thanks for having me. We're so excited to have you here.
0: (laughs) For people that are listening, you need to go to our YouTube channel so you can see
4: her super cool microphone. microphone. Yeah, but then you have to see my face. So Uh, what? Audio is fine. Audio is fine. (laughs) It
0: lights up. It's like she's talking into Studio Fifty Four.
4: Yeah, it is pretty. It's a very pretty pretty. microphone. I agree. Uh
1: okay do you use something like that when you ride the peloton that's what i have because so many people we have our disco lights so now i'm curious no
4: i'm about three feet away from the peloton i'm in my office in new york city and because it's new york city you have to multitask all the rooms so this is my office slash peloton room okay and
0: you only get like 150 square feet
4: yeah (laughs) Ah, 150 it's not i don't even know if it's even that but it's it's got room yeah i have a mat and i have the shoes and weights and it does the job
1: then you just turn on your microphone when you do the workout and then you can see the little
0: flashes it it changes colors is it like a mood microphone no
4: it's just based i think it's based on just the tenor of my voice i would imagine I was just
0: trying to figure out, like, if if you're getting mad
4: at us, I don't tell us. But now that you say it, why haven't I thought to do the Peloton with the lights out and just this microphone? I don't know, but it sounds like it would be fun. (laughs) Fun for me, maybe, not for anyone else, but I don't know, maybe. You've given me food for thought. I will give you that.
1: I'm going to recommend a DJ ride if you do that. Just, I feel like it would really give you the ambiance. Or lane break. Oh, yeah, lane break. Oh, yeah.
4: I hate the DJ rides. not happening. I should tell you right now i i keep it real when it comes to all things peloton and actually all things in general but no dj rides for me
1: okay okay yeah. is, is that the dj or the type of music or what's it's
4: the i okay i guess we'll just go into it i we have to now i'm gonna tell <laughs> i'm gonna say something really controversial okay i don't like the rides with the member i don't like the member rides oh. i like it when it's oh, just God. the instructor oh, that's right. it i find myself I got a little spoiled during the pandemic when they didn't have them in there. And mind you, I have been invited to go. It has nothing to do with Pell. I understand why they have the members in there. I get it. It's a vibe. I'm sure if I were in the room, I would be thrilled to be in the room. But I don't need to see randoms when I am writing.
0: I would think you'd love lane break then because yeah. not only does it not it doesn't have any people of and any it's kind all music it's, it's all music what Just is lane
4: break I, this you're breaking news to me what is this? okay so on your bike there's a game that you can news. play <laughs> oh, no, i don't play games either but go ahead <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> you're killing me aren't you so glad you had me on continue <laughs>
0: Okay. this week our interview will just tell us all the things she doesn't do
4: that, welcome, welcome. Now, now we're best friends, now we, now we're best friends go ahead okay. I'm curious I'm curious okay so
1: on the bike there is a game okay so it's music and so it can be a it's usually a theme class of some kind and you could do anything like soft rock or hard rock or whatever and you pick it and it can be anywhere from five minutes to 30 minutes it comes on the screen. What? And it
0: looks like Tron. It
1: looks like Tron. And so you're on the bike and you are riding and then like you increase the resistance or decrease the resistance to move across the lanes and they'll tell you like which lane you need to be in. It's like they point to this is where you should be. And the idea is to follow along
4: perfectly.
0: It's like guitar hero for your bike.
4: Exactly. And this happens in the middle of the class. No. No. It's a separate. Oh, it's, separate. Oh, it's, yeah, a, separate it's a whole class.
0: separate thing. You don't see an instructor. It's like a, vi- it's like a video game on your screen. And how
1: long does it last? Anywhere from five to 30 minutes. They have different, cl- you can choose different ones.
4: This is breaking news to me.
2: <laughs> where do I, where, how do okay, I access so when the you, lane break?
1: When you go to your bike and you, yeah. you like see the home screen and yes. look at the bottom and it says more rides. And when you click on that, it's going to bring up just ride and then scenic rides and then lane break. And you click on lane break and then you access the world of amazing. And I pick the music. No, you pick the class type, so okay, they I gotcha. curate it. They curate okay. it, and so the game is in sync with the music. So one of my favorites is the Alanis Morissette one that they did, and it's a whole class. It's all Alanis Morissette, and I love it. Love it.
4: I'm definitely doing this. I'm not just saying it. I've done the scenic rides, but the scenic rides were missing music, which is why well, I stopped doing them. There you this go. Is perfect.
1: Now it's a game, so I don't know how you feel yeah, about it that. I don't
4: need to win. It's fine. I just okay. want. I just like. The fact that it's a little different i like it that. is
1: it is i really have grown to absolutely love them because there's no instructor so right. you just follow it's just you and your bike and it's beautiful okay it's thank thin. you
4: crystal i thank you this has been very informative oh. we're only like five minutes into this and <laughs> last thing i've ever done at least for today okay so
1: what i usually open with is how did you find Peloton? I just like to hear people's backstories of like how they fell into this. Cause a lot of people that lately it's been the pandemic, but there are people that it's all over the place. So I'm curious.
4: Okay. Again, being honest here, I don't even know if I could even, all right, I'll just say it. I used to be an extremely hardcore OG soul cycle rider. I live in New York. I know, I know. Come back and I'll get there. I live in New York City. I went to SoulCycle when it was literally like a little room in the back of an apartment building and had nothing else. So this is before 2010, at least. And I was extremely devoted to SoulCycle. My friends would talk about Peloton and what Peloton is, and it would just be a major eye roll. It said, I will never do Peloton. I don't know how you can ride a bike w- and not with other people. This sounds so boring. This will never be well, me.
0: And now you don't even want an instructor in there.
4: <laughs> Two. All right. So that was me Smash for cut. this was me for more than a decade. Okay. okay. That's how long I had been doing Soul Cycle for. Okay. Even then March of 2020, the pandemic is starting up. I'm still in New York City. I take a Soul Cycle class and I look around and I think maybe this isn't the smartest way to stay healthy and avoid germs. Like It finally dawned on me uh, for the first time. And then I wound up going to, this is where Peloton is kicking in, I swear. I stay with my parents at their house in Michigan. I think it's going to be for two weeks. I pack a little suitcase it ends uh, up being six months.
1: We were all so naive back yes.
4: then. We were so naive. We were so naive. <laughs> I only pack winter clothes. Did I know I'd stay through well, the entire summer. Michigan doesn't
0: have summers. So <laughs>
4: There's a, there was a summer for a two-week stretch in July. And then, <laughs> so my mom actually has a Peloton. And she was not a regular user. I think she did like a 20-minute low impact here or there, just to say that she had it. Yeah. And I... Looked at it as, well, I'm not going to get soul cycle anymore. I still want to use a bike. I'm going to try it out. My mom's Peloton at the time was very new. She had gone maybe for a few months. And then I really started getting into it. I actually started getting my mom really into it, where this was one of our ways of bonding during the pandemic Aww. was, you know, we would have dinner with my dad, watch Jeopardy. And then as soon as Jeopardy is over, it's who's going to do the Peloton at eight o'clock. Uh, we would trade <laughs> off, honestly. And she would do, my mom being a baby boomer from Detroit, would do all the Motown rides. And I would, of course, being in my 40s, do a lot of 80s and 90s rides. And so that's how I got it. And then by the time I got back to New York, I moved. I did an apartment rental, you know, because things were so cheap at the time, got a bigger place. First thing I did when I got the new place was get a Peloton bike. Aww. So it, mom and I have matching Pelotons <laughs> and I use the bike quite a bit. I have not been to SoulCycle since March of 2020, since that one class where I swore for years you guys that I would never <laughs> betray my Soul Cycle. <laughs> now it has been over almost three years to the day. Wow. And I just stopped. I just stopped and now I'm Peloton. That's uh, my Peloton story.
1: I love it. Yeah, I love it. I think a lot of people could relate to that. I really do. Like
0: and, the you and your mom.
1: Yeah. Do That's... you? Yeah. That I was about to say. Do you guys still ride? To, do you ride together? No. Do you bond never. together in My anywhere?
4: mom isn't like tech savvy. Like it took her a while to even figure out like how to turn it. She used to call me in a panic, like <laughs> how does this work? How does this work? We, uh, no, we don't ride together. But literally three days ago, she called me so excited. My mom is 75 years old, by the way, my mom called me so excited that she, cause she loved Leanne's Motown ride. Aww. So we'll tell each other, we both really love also Jen Sherman's Yacht Rock rides. And so we'll, yes, sometimes we'll do a Yacht Rock ride at a live class in the summertime but oh. yeah, no, we do. We talk about Pel- I know she's having one on Sunday.
1: Okay. I was going to say, since I'm aware. telling- I just wanted to make sure you were aware that I, was happening. I,
4: obviously, I'm aware. I'm going to be out of town on Sunday. I can't do oh. it. My mom wrote it in her organizer, in her planner, like 45-minute <gasps> Yacht Rock, so she doesn't forget. So I'm actually a little jealous of my mom that she gets to take a Yacht Rock ride in March. But yeah. This
0: reminds me of my mom. She used to, if she's, she would call me and then say, I need to email you something. <laughs> So email me <laughs> so I can reply to it. That's
4: <laughs> like, our moms. How are they not friends? My mom is, oh, I checked my email. I'm like, no, you mean your text? She thinks that texting and email is the same thing. She like called Uber Uber for 10 years. No, I love some sure. I listening obviously, I love my mom so much. I'm sure she I'm sure she's thrilled that I gave her age away on the on the air. But her handle is her like handle is Right. Her handle is Motor City Grandma. Everyone should Aww. follow. I know. So there you go.
1: That's fabulous. I feel like I've seen her on the leaderboard because I remember ha. that leaderboard name. I love that leaderboard
0: name. That's a
4: good name. I, she's nowhere near the leaderboard. Neither am I. I highly doubt it considering, you know, that she, again, was alive for the heyday of Motown. But she's there so I feel matters. free to high five her yeah I'm at the bottom of the leaderboard so I my. So <laughs> so I'm always I, at the bottom
0: I, no, I have to no, ask you
4: oh, go ahead yes go ahead so
0: if your mom was there for the heyday of Motown like in Motown right. so yes. did she see all those acts like before they were famous and they were like still playing clubs and stuff wow no
4: my mom wasn't that kind of teenager I think she just listened to it on the radio oh, guys, she did sure. a college dance to stop in the name of love when it was at the top of the charts like that kind of thing. I don't think she was, like, clubbing in downtown Detroit. She grew up, like, at the metro, not downtown, downtown. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, I, it's cool, though. It is cool.
0: Yeah, to be at the epicenter of a movie. Oh,
4: my gosh. She, like, she could listen to Motown, like I grew up with a big chill soundtrack. Like it's all she played in the car when I was yeah. growing up. Yeah, that kind that of thing. It was a
0: good soundtrack. It, was it really was. Guy. That's, That's a movie people never reference anymore. And that movie was so huge at the time. Yeah, I know it's,
4: it's never replayed on HBO. Even though it has so many like stars before that, he really hit it big in it. Yeah. it had that amazing soundtrack. Lawrence cast wrote it, and directed. It. Michigan guy. By the way, I write about movies in my spare time, so I, I have know. a movie. I have podcast, these little details. So yeah, yeah. Like, um, so I, I sent a I hole. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry about the rabbit hole but Uh, she's
0: She's married to a rabbit hole yeah
4: exactly
1: (laughs) (laughs) no because my next question was going to be tell us about what you do for a living so we can just go down that road
4: i'm an entertainment journalist i write about famous people i interview famous people i i've written for every single outlet that you have heard of and every outlet that you've not heard of and i also review movies for us weekly and for readers digest and i used to for sirius xm and not anymore on the ladder but yeah i'm very steeped into the entertainment world
0: wow that's awesome it is so you review movies for readers digest so that means you had to see 80 for brady
4: that's so funny I did review 80 for See? Brady for Reader's Digest and it's only <laughs> one a month Reader's Digest is like a monthly sometimes a bi-monthly so the one oh, I is did, it I didn't realize
0: they had cut not, the circulation to that oh
4: no. yeah it's not every week at all so I did do 80 for Brady that was the February pick good call
0: <laughs> I could do it for a living
4: you did it and today yeah. I went to a screening this morning of a new movie and that what was did, for what us did weekly you watch? What'd you watch? I saw this movie called A Good Person. It was written and directed by Zach Brath, starring Florence Pugh and Morgan Freeman. Hmm. It will be out at the end of March. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll be up by the time this airs or streams or whatever, but there you go. Yeah. Okay.
0: Oh, you can't say because you're you, your bar
4: answer, you, you know what's up. can <laughs> say a word. Can't say so a word. So
0: I went to a screening the other day and oh, this, is this pissed me off. <laughs> this is the first time I heard this. So I went to a screening for Ant-Man. Right as they're getting ready. To start the movie because it was just for critics is they're getting ready to start it the review guy stands up and i like the from the company yeah he stands up and he goes okay you're embargoed on this until friday okay yeah that's normal but you're in boil in that embargoed for spoilers until next friday and i was like Wait. wow i was like first off f- you second <laughs> like This movie comes out on Friday. Once it's in theaters, I can say I'm not going to deliberately spoil a movie for somebody, but I literally have a podcast called Real Spoilers, right? Like where we talk about the movie like it's a book club and we assume that you've already seen the movie. That's the whole premise of the show. But I'm like, once the movie's been released, like you can't tell me what I can and can't say, but I was I was livid. He
4: was very, I've never, I have to say, I've never, I, there's now in recent years, they've had the social media embargo, sure. right. then the review embargo. I've never heard of a spoiler embargo. Oh, so, yeah. wow.
0: Yeah. I was stunned. Like I said, and it was a week after the movie opened. So I'm just like, wait, so if I leave the screening right now and then just buy a ticket to see it on the soft open on Thursday, are you still going to yell at me? I didn't. Right. What's the rules now? Like, why are the rules different for me? Because I do, I do this why so don't get paid for it, but I do this for a living. I was mad.
4: I don't anyway, blame you. That's annoying.
0: I knew you would feel my pain.
4: I do. All right. So you
1: do all these different movie things. You write for all the entertainment. What, tell us, what does that look like for, what does a, a day in your life look like? I would think that there's a lot of reading and research and
4: no two days are alike, honestly, which is why my job is so fun. I, I work for like many different outlets. And like I said, today was a pretty typical day. I started off with the screening and then I came back to my apartment And did some writing on a, I can't say what it's for, but it's a big series that's premiering at the end of April. And I interviewed all the cast members and the producers for it. So I started on that, but that's going to be like a 2000 word story. So I can't start and finish it in a day. And then I did an interview with an actress who uh, is on the series Yellow Jackets and on Showtime. Then I transcribed it. And then I scheduled another interview for another cover story for a different outlet that's going to be on Monday, had to submit a few questions in advance, which is not ideal. I don't love doing that. And then... Now I'm on your podcast. <laughs> and this has been a typical, it's been a typical day. A little bit of everything. This is the highlight of your day, I'm sure. Clearly. It is the highlight of my day. <laughs> it is. because pro- You it, know
0: what, It probably is because she doesn't have to is. ask the questions for one. It once, is. Right? Yeah.
4: I have to tell you, I interviewed 14 people this week. This was a heavy load for me. Maybe more than that now that I'm thinking of it. So it's been a long week. It's nice not to ask. So tell me how did you get involved in the series and what do you love right. about it's not it's and it's a nice change of pace so I will I say
0: one of the cast game. members of Yellow Jackets yeah. is a Peloton user.
4: Oh. Sure more than what which one? The
0: one I know for sure I Ski
4: Oh, Melanie Linsky. There we I go. talked I to remember. her I talked to her on Monday. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, That's she's great. great. Yeah.
0: Cuz I reached out to her to interview for the show <laughs> and was ignored.
4: Yeah, I'm well, sorry. We're used to it. it's, it's,
0: it's, it's just flashbacks to prom. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I, I don't know if it makes you feel any better that I've interviewed Melanie. I also moderate a lot of panels during the season. I have moderated a Yellow Jackets panel and Melanie Linsky is delightful. She seems it. She, she seems is. It. That's why we wanted to talk to her. I know. I <laughs> know.
0: It's her handlers oh, are awful. Don't
1: apologize. We're just yeah. teasing.
0: So was this always the goal to write in entertainment or was it to be a to, to do journalism yes. in general and you drifted yes. into this or you
4: think I really wanted a real job when I was growing up I there's didn't. no way yeah. well, who wants a real job My they're twin, out there my twin brother is a CPA and I'm like what how why no why yeah did... you guys went two very different directions two very different directions yeah you got fun genes thank you I know yeah. I got the opposite of whatever a CPA gene is so yeah. listen he's great at his job but I could never didn't want to ever I grew up consuming pop culture, maybe probably more extreme than my friends. I also was a good writer. Honestly, I really, I did. I was a good, I'm trying to say it without sounding obnoxious, but I wasn't good at anything else, but I was good at writing. Couldn't dance, saved my life, couldn't do <laughs> piano lessons, sucked at math, but I was good at writing and I knew I think I had to figure out a way to combine pop culture, entertainment and writing and it is every day I am grateful I've been doing this for over 25 years so every day I am grateful that I get paid to to have the job that I have I don't get paid great I didn't go into medicine I didn't go into law
0: but, not CPA but not a CPA
4: I have a, a fun job but That's, I get to see movies for free
0: having a fun job it makes it it makes a huge difference because I'm I'd like our origin stories are very similar yeah and my day job is I booked concerts for a living yeah that's so, really fun yeah so it's i like this is what i wore to work today my smoky <laughs> the bear hoodie nobody yes. cares and the so, rest
1: of us people like me are very jealous of people yeah. like you guys so that's awesome
4: i'm sure i'm sure you agree with me tom that i say I, I don't take it for granted and every day i'm worried about how can i sustain this for the rest for of sure. my career because yeah. it's too good to be true
1: is that really is it like a cutthroat industry where like you're fighting for stories all the time or is yeah. it like once you're in i don't
4: you're I don't never in There's There's always going to be someone who's younger and who will accept less money and -hmm. who maybe will not do as good of a job as you. But do people even know? Do they care? And the media landscape is constantly changing. Like I said, the XM channel that I used to do every Monday, the whole channel just went away, not just the show, the entire channel. So things change constantly, no matter what kind of medium that you're in. But yeah, there is no safe harbor. So there's always going to be a level of competition and insecurity.
1: Yeah, that sounds tough. That sounds tough. That's why people like your brother become CPAs. And (laughs) myself, we're like, we have to have everything all. Yeah, yeah, there's something
4: to it. That is for sure. I always say there's always a panic, especially being a full-time freelancer in that, you're panicked when you're working too much and you feel like it's never going to get it all done. And then you're panicked when you're working too little. And then you're panicked that like it's not going to, there's going to be nothing years from now. So it's always just what level panic mode I'm in again yeah, today.
0: I bet. Yeah, Good like I, I'm <laughs> Facebook friends with a freelance entertainment writer. He used to work for the AV club, Will Harris. I don't know if you know the name or not. Mm, but, I don't um, think so. He did a lot of their random roles articles. That's Okay.
4: The yeah, did. I know that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: And, and he's always talking about just, the difficulties of being a freelancer like I I don't and env- I like a, I envy it if it's working but I don't envy having to wonder from day to day what it's going to look like
4: yeah it is it's but at the end of the day it's really fun if you told me I was still doing this 10 years from now I'd be thrilled this exact if I had this day this exact day in 10 years including talking to you guys <laughs> it would be I would I again, that's that I'd be totally satisfied What about, do you get to take
1: time off to go do things or is that hard to do?
4: I travel every other weekend. I am constantly on the go. I'm going away on Sunday for 10 days. I just was in Berlin for the Berlin Film Festival for a week. I was at Sundance for the Sundance Film Festival in January. I... I pay an extraordinary amount of rent, which is ridiculous considering I'm not here half the time. So one of the benefits of, I also should add, I don't have children. So one of the benefits of, I get to be like a one person mobile unit and then I could probably work for anywhere. I have to be in New York a lot for my job, for screening, to do an interview, et cetera. But yeah, no, it's, that's a really fun perk for sure. That's cool. Yeah. Wasn't
0: that nice during the pandemic when you they just started they said screw it and they just started sending us links for everything? It was I so-
4: what, I've got very mixed feelings on it. It was definitely convenient. Yeah. But it's not the same experience. It's, it's not. not yeah. It's not. I'm constantly distracted. I have to say the movie that I saw today, it's like a slice of life drama. If I'm watching it on my laptop, I'm going to be on my phone half the time. Like it's not going to get my full attention in a screening room. It has my full attention. For sure. And there is something unique to that. So I'm very. but I also had to pay for the subway and leave my apartment, blah, 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 put makeup on. And I have very mixed feelings about the link. Okay.
0: Yeah. I will say when I, when we would watch the screening links, I would always make a point to if I'm, I wouldn't play with my phone. When I was watching the movie, like I'm really bad about playing with my phone so when I watch lie. TV, but I'm like, if they sent me the link, I'm like, okay, I have to set it over here. And I guess it's also different because I like it's your job where, so it's kind such of a pain in the butt for, for me to get to the movie theater sometime because yeah. I work all day and then I yeah. go. And so that's that would make a difference too it would
1: absolutely
4: but listen literally a couple of days ago i asked the publicist can i get a link i'm a big old hypocrite back to peloton first yes second. Oh, do we gotta yeah we okay. do you can come back
1: you okay. can come back you can ask more questions it's okay Tom,
4: um, just we'll just we'll zoom up later we'll talk movies i'm curious though if you have a favorite peloton instructor okay this is again where i go against the grain my Peloton choices are based solely on music and not on instructors. Okay. I, for a long time, my go-to was Jen Sherman. I still love Jen Sherman. The reason why I love Jen Sherman is because she is older than me. And I have a hard time like, with smiley 24-year-old telling me to keep going. I'm like, sorry, biatch, but I'm 20 years older than you. And I'm not going to keep going. But if Jen Sherman, who is older than me, can do it, it's inspirational and she, it's not, we'll get to the eighties, which is I know you want to go there, which is why I know you asked me to be on the podcast, but Jen Sherman was alive in the eighties and she's not just saying this. Oh, my mom loved Madonna. So now I'm playing Madonna. That doesn't make me feel any better when I hear an instructor <laughs> saying that their mom loved Madonna growing up. No. So I like a lot of instructors, but it's really hone in on the music If Jen Sherman is doing like a hip hop ride. It's not going to happen if she is doing, like I said, a yacht rock ride. Absolutely. I also, I do, I find myself, I guess I've done a lot of Ellie love rides, Samyo rides, but it's definitely music dependent okay that makes sense yeah it does. and
0: it's funny i just saw that you talked about peloton i don't even remember what you said about peloton so i guess it was something about the 80s right <laughs>
4: oh that's so funny i thought that's yeah. even why you met so- no okay.
0: it so- was just i saw i saw you mention peloton i scroll through twitter seeing people who say peloton i haven't figured out a way to pull out the people whose phone autocorrect pelosi to peloton so ha. i see a lot of weird right-wing screeds yeah but uh but yeah, so I was just like, "Oh, this person looks interesting."
4: Okay, here's what happened. This is yeah. a, so my birthday was on Saturday, February twenty fifth. Happy well, birthday! Okay. Happy birthday! Thank you. I was at I was at home in Detroit, and which meant that I got to use my mom's Peloton, and so I really want. Nor also we talked about this before there, but I'm also a runner, but. Because the roads in Michigan that weekend were so icy and snowy. I'm like, I'm not going to run on my birthday. I'm going to do Peloton on my birthday and pretend that I'm still in shape in my late forties. So I, sure enough, Hannah did an eighties ride that morning. I did. I'm like, okay, I'll do a fun eighties ride. Yeah. And a Hannah, who I do, I've taken her many times. And Hannah Hannah Corbin, uh, this is Hannah Corbin. No, this is not Hannah Corbin. Good. Thank you for clarifying. That's my bad research on my part. Hannah Friedson, Friedson, Uh yeah, British, yep, yeah. Hannah Corbin's really hard. I don't do a lot of Hannah Corbin rides, but Hannah. So she's she starts off the class saying, "I'm going to do because we're in award season. I'm going to do a ride of Grammy winners." Now, all right, the Grammys were three weeks ago. Should be the Oscars, but uh, whatever. Her (laughs) first song that she plays is "This Is It" by Kenny Loggins. And she starts off the class saying, I don't know this song. And I don't know who Kenny Loggins is. And <laughs> this is how she starts the class on my birthday. And I just I stopped cold. Like I had a second where I'm like, Oh my god, I am. I am not young. I am now at the age where there are grown women who were not around for footloose and danger zone. Is
1: it but possible di- that's also, like, a British thing? Like, that maybe... I'm
4: just asking.
1: There's it's a lot possible. of that, It's possible. It's just there's a lot of things that don't but translate. But Top Gun
0: Maverick was think that. That's
4: my whole point. Yeah. Like, that's fair. Kenny Loggins just had a little renaissance because of the biggest movie. The entire- a Oh, my God. Brilliant. He had a Renaissance, And... <laughs> Top Gun, uh, Danger Zone played at the start of Top Gun, which is the number one movie in the entire world for 2022. It's going to win an Oscar in a few weeks, not Best Picture, but it'll win something. And how do you not know who Kenny Loggins is?
2: Okay, uh, yeah, okay. I, ran there's over, ran over. There's so I
4: had to go to social media and tweet my frustration.
0: I don't blame. Well, I'm right you there here. with you. It brought you here as a middle aged white guy. Kenny Loggins is my jam. So like, I
4: is not your jam. It's like richard marks brian adams kenny yeah, Lock, know like, them. right like they're not gonna go into the rock and roll hall of fame but they've got hits for days like for you sure. just know them and okay fine if, if they're not british but i know who human league is right <laughs> I, like, I know all the brits i remember samantha fox from the come on not an excuse ed sheeran i could go on
0: i was a little concerned that when you had to Go into your noggin to pull out a British band. It started with humanly. Well, I'm going like, '80s. That's...
4: I'm going '80s, the 80s and then the I'm current. I'm going yeah. current. Okay. I didn't From even i past know to British. current. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Styles. Do you want me to continue? I can name all five members no, of One it, Direction. It's okay.
1: It's okay. It's okay. All right.
4: Thank you. that's all right.
1: Your point has been made.
4: Thank you very much. I feel very strongly about this. <laughs> I, don't.
3: I, can, yeah, I love it. Absolutely. we love it. We love
0: the strong opinions about pop culture. Normally, it's just me. Yeah, it's usually Tommy. into the void. You
1: guys can rant together. Yeah. Thank
0: you. So anyway, I just have to, uh, Yes. I have to ahead. ask real quick, since you see all the movies, and w- what was your take on the whale? Oh,
4: okay. So I went to the Toronto Film Festival in September, and had heard so much buzz about the whale, which had premiered in Venice a week earlier. And I stood in an insanely long line to see an 8.30 a.m. screening of it, expecting greatness with a capital G. Brandon. And my takeaway from that film was A, and I tweeted this also, that Brendan Fraser is going to win an Oscar. is It was a lock to me even in September. But B, the movie wasn't all that to me. I thought that it was very stagey and it felt like it was a play on a movie screen and every time there were that whole subplot involving the missionary and the yeah. daughter every time Brendan Frazier's story was not at the central part of the film I thought it, it really lost something and I
0: hated that movie yeah with the in- white hot intensity of a thousand suns. wow I want to go liked-
4: hate but I gave I, it a mixed review go ahead
0: yeah, yeah. I like Oh, our episode on the other podcast about that I was I just I do not get the love for that movie in any way, shape or form. It is a
4: little manipulative. You know, but yeah. the problem with that movie, there's, I guess I understand there's many more than one is that last scene. We spoil it. I guess when he's reading we'll the just, end we'll of just... Moby, when he's reading Spoilers. the end of Moby Dick, he's reading yeah. the end of Moby Dick and he rises, right? Finally yeah. in the white light. I can see how people can get caught up in that one moment, but you take away that one moment and there's not a lot of there.
0: Kind of like how Magic Mike always sends you out on a big dance number.
4: But that's yeah. quite that. But yeah,
0: <laughs> it's just. It's really I, boring, but the, here's a big dance number. And right.
4: But it, I, it started like, and I actually thought the, op- the first five minutes were very captivating and the last two minutes were very captivating. The first five minutes were like, he's masturbating. There's so much going on. There's like sensory overload. What is happening? There is
0: if you do it right.
4: <laughs> and then and then the end right when it's a little bit manipulative but then he finally he well, rises but then everything in between it's a, it's a so what
0: so this is still a spoiler for the movie so people should be warned but the whole thing with the daughter having written this essay on Moby Dick
4: I know in
0: middle school in middle school they were having her read Moby Dick in it's middle school
4: that <laughs> was the least of the problems I, I hear you i hear you it's true it's true
0: i was yeah i was not a
4: fan i yeah we, a we lot kept, of people really didn't like it and but i don't know i think brendan frazier it's so funny he was just, good he was, he good. was good he's not and, the
0: problem with that movie yeah either. and
4: yeah it's not and i really love darren aronofsky like he's in some of my favorites i love like black swan and the wrestler but
0: those are on his last few movies like i don't get it did he find jesus or something because it's like they've all been about religion right know. like this has a very significant religious subplot to it prior to that was mother which was a allegory which yeah i liked mother but i hated that movie so much
4: it's funny i interviewed darren aronofsky last year he also did a a discovery series with will smith before the controversy about discovering the world he has a very existential bent to him i also i'll give you one more little ternasky anecdote i sat next to him on a flight back from sundance i'm gonna say five years ago and oh my gosh i was so fascinated by him and i couldn't even believe I talked to him for so long, but the movie that he watched on the in-screen entertainment was Nine to Five.
1: That's amazing. That's <laughs> amazing.
4: Nine to Five is a
0: great a, movie. Isn't that a great talk about attitude? a movie? People have forgotten the impact of that movie. Second highest grossing movie of 1980 behind Empire Strikes Back.
4: Indeed, groundbreaking classic. All three of those women still getting shit done. And uh, apparently a favorite of Darren Aronofsky. So what's not to love about it? (laughs) Absolutely. That's great. And it
0: holds up. I watched it like a year ago. It does. It It does. I do
4: a lot of lectures across the country about how women have evolved in on the screen in 50 years and using various clips. And one of my clips is always nine to five when the Violet, the Lily Tomlin character Violet tells off Daphne Coleman and about equal pay and. Movie is forty three years old and the conversation is still relevant. Absolutely, absolutely, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like that and network, same way. Yes, but- the
4: network. I can only watch network one time. Watched it once. That was it. It's a lot.
0: <laughs> it is a lot. It's it a, a lot.
4: Patty, Pat, Patty. Sh- sh- oh, why can't I think of his last name? We wrote it? Shinesky. Sh- Patty. Ah, I can't think of who I don't wrote Don't remember. It. Patty Shaevsky. Patty Shaevsky okay. wrote it. But oh. a classic script and uh, 76 year of my birth.
0: Know
4: that. Really? There
0: wow. you go. Yeah. So I guess we should bring it back to Peloton because <laughs> yes, let's <Crystal's> getting frustrated. <laughs> so
4: I'm not getting frustrated. Do you have
0: any advice for people who are just now entering the world of Peloton?
4: Do I have any advice? Yeah. Yeah. I don't get caught up in the leaderboard, which That's was good advice. Yeah. Honestly, I think I take it off my screen. I don't care what people's numbers are. And that's a, re- I have to tell you just, I hate to bring it back to soul cycle, but people always wanted me to go to flywheel. Do you guys ever know what flywheel is? Yeah. And it was the big competitor soul cycle. I went to one flywheel class and I hated it because people were looking up at the screen at you could do the live numbers at, a, at an old flywheel class. And I'm like, I don't care. It just matters to me how I am doing on that d- single day. And if I'm, it's not a competition. And I know that Peloton fosters a lot of community, but I don't know. I feel like there's a little competition involved when you have something called a leaderboard on that screen for people to see and where you rank. And I don't know, like, I I just, I don't love as much as I love Peloton. I don't love that aspect of the rankings. So I would, my advice would be just do you, I say this also from running because I always finish in the back of the pack. Don't worry about finishing first. You're not going to finish first, just cross the finish line, just get to the end of the ride and that's it.
1: I think that's really good advice. Absolutely. I'm curious if, if you high five people though, if you don't Never.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm. Never. I don't high five people. I don't follow anyone. I don't need anyone following. I am a true freelancer in that I am like a bee away from the hive. I, I really, I, I don't get caught up in it. No judgment to anyone who does. Honestly, none. It's just, it's not for me. It's. I have a very singular, me and my mom have a very <laughs> singular experience with Peloton. I'm still on it constantly. It really has been a savior to me in a lot of ways, especially over the last three years. But yeah. No, I don't high five. I don't follow. I don't give away my name. Nothing like that.
0: Okay. Well, then I'll skip the next question. No, I,
1: yeah. I already took it off. She, yeah. <laughs> I don't do
0: it. I don't yeah, do it. I never look at the notes.
4: <laughs> yeah. I don't do it. But, but it's not, it has nothing to do with the actual Peloton. Just to be clear, if anyone from the higher-ups are listening, I've also, should add, I have should add, I've also interviewed Olivia Amato a few months ago for CNN and she was great. So Peloton's been great to me. And I have nothing bad to say about Peloton, but I'm not in that community mindset.
1: But you know what? That's the great part about Peloton is that it meets you wherever you are. Yeah. You yes. don't have to be. And that's the some beauty people, of it.
0: Like they're super into the leaderboard. That's what motivates them. I
1: know. I know. And
0: so it's, it, yeah, that kind of stuff had never works on me because no. I know I'm going to lose but and I
1: used to be into right. the leader I feel like that like for a lot of people there's like stages of Peloton where you're super into things and then like you can move on and when I first started Peloton I was very into the leaderboard and it was more like I was worried about where I was but I wanted to see how I was in relation to other people but then over time exactly what you said. It was just more like, how am I doing with myself? And then I think that's a lot healthier mindset to be, especially because all the bikes are so different. Yes.
4: You know? And yes, I can do, there's a like a 30 point range between my mom's bike, which is older compared to my bike. And I'll tell you literally last night I did, I did Sam Yo's eighties ride. I've been, I did eighties rides all week in honor of my birthday. <laughs> and I did Sam Yo's eighties ride. And I, had, I felt like I had a really good ride. And then the leader, it comes up on the board and I'm like 2,000 out of 2,300. It's like, (laughs) what? It just, in an instant you just feel a little demoralized so I don't even I didn't even follow my own advice which is why I'm gonna say it again do not cut get caught up in that leaderboard <laughs> in those rankings
0: it's a very good advice absolutely <laughs> thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us it's been a lot of fun yes and uh, it's this was nice so fun I Peloton for a little bit I gotta talk about nerd stuff
4: yeah so. <laughs> I know like I said Tom you ever want to like just nerd out about movies just let me know <laughs> All right, you
1: sh- you should come on his other podcast you should be on his real spoilers podcast
4: you guys could talk Movies. I'd yeah, we happy, every I'd be happy to
0: just pick a new release that you want to talk about. Like every anything, ooh. every week we talk about a new release in a spoiler rich environment. I always wow. say, Wow, wait a second, no I'm not gonna Oprah. get in trouble
4: with the studios, right? No, it comes no, out after
0: no, the movie. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, c- c- keep Thank you for remember. terrifying. We're in St. Louis, like we, we don't see get...
4: movies way after you do. <laughs> yeah, when you said you just saw Ant Man, I'm like, that movie's been out for three weeks already. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. He did see no it before the her. movie came You're out. You're like yes. one hour and one month behind me. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yeah, I feel
0: mean, like in St. Louis, we still wear parachute pants.
4: There, so. <laughs> I love. I was just there in December. I love St. Louis, actually. Oh, that's nice. So, so I do. Like I said, Mizzou grad. So Missouri. I do love Missouri. The whole state. Yeah, there you go. So
0: is there somewhere where people can find your stuff or yeah. should they just look for your bio? Is there one area that aggregates at all that you want to send them to? That's
4: well, weird. Muck. There's a site called Muckrack that, that okay. aggregates everything, but no one would ever go to that. But they can just follow me on Twitter at Mara Reinstein. And I try not to be obnoxious. I'm actually really not great at reposting all my stuff. I don't want to be unbearable about it. And a lot of things I write are in print and don't even go online. So They can, but they can get a little sampling of my musings and constantly tweeting about movies and try not to get in trouble with anybody because (laughs) I need to keep paying my rent. So I don't say anything too controversial. But I, like I, as you probably learned the past 45 minutes, I do try to be as honest as I can. I do. And I love it. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. (laughs) I respect that. Thank you. (laughs)
0: Thank you very much for taking time out of your day. This has been a blast.
4: It really has. Thanks, guys. This was really fun.
1: Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
0: So I guess that brings this episode to a close.
1: Yes, it does.
0: Until next time, where can people find you?
1: People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, or the Peloton leaderboard even here in St. Martin at Clipout Crystal.
0: <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at facebook.com slash The Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our Patreon, patreon.com slash The Out. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. And running. And rowing.